This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Stroke. The families of hostages held in Gaza and their supporters on Friday continued their four-day march from southern Israel to Jerusalem to demand their loved ones be set free. VOA's Rick Pantaleo has this report. The protesters chanted slogans that criticized Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi. Ciel Davos was among the protesters at the rally. We're here to protest the occupation, genocide, Palestine, Gaza. It's been going on for five months. Specifically, we're protesting Egypt's complicity in the in the genocide. So, so showing solidarity with Palestine from Lebanon. Egypt has long restricted the flow of Gaza Palestinians onto its territory, even during the most brutal conflicts. Currently, humanity Humanitarian aid in coordination with Israel enters the Gaza Strip through Rafah, and some patients needing medical treatment leave the besieged enclave using the crossing point located on the border with Egypt. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. Iranians voted for a new parliament on Friday in an election seen as a test for the clerical establishment's legitimacy. Lucy Fielder from Reuters has more. Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei casts his vote, the first to do so in all Iran. He has called it a religious duty. Iran's rulers need a high turnout to repair their legitimacy, damaged by the unrest. Which is why Iranian activists and opposition groups are discouraging voters, distributing the hashtags vote no vote and election circus widely on social media. Imprisoned Nobel Peace Prize laureate Nagas Mohammadi, a women's rights advocate, has called the election a sham. Hardliners have dominated Iran's parliament for more than two decades. It wields little influence, since Khamenei determines issues like foreign policy and the row with the West. Lucy Fielder from Reuters. You'll find expanded coverage of world news and events at our website, voanews.com. This is VOA News. Congress approves a short-term extension to avoid a shutdown, buying more time for a final spending agreement. AP correspondent Norman Hall reports. Congress has passed another short-term spending measure that would keep one set of federal agencies operating through March 8th and another set through March 22nd. The extension averts a shutdown for parts of the federal government that would otherwise have kicked in at 12.01 a.m. Saturday. The bill now goes to President Joe Biden to be signed into law. The short-term extension is the fourth in recent months. Lawmakers are voicing increased optimism that it will be the last before Congress approves two separate spending packages totaling more than $1.6 trillion for the full fiscal year. Norman Hall, Washington. The United Nations human rights chief Volker Turk on Friday said that the apparent deliberate denial of safe access for humanitarian agencies within war-torn Sudan could amount to a war crime. I call again on the warring parties to meet their legal obligations by opening humanitarian corridors without delay before more lives are lost. Sudan's paramilitary rapid support forces has been fighting Sudan's army for control of the country since April 2023 in a war that has killed thousands, displaced millions of people inside and outside the country and sparked warnings of famine. Millions of people in Sudan's Darfur region are at risk of dying of hunger after a decision by the Sudanese government to prohibit aid deliveries through Chad, an advocacy group for internally displaced people said on Tuesday. The order effectively shuts down a crucial route for supplies to Darfur, which is controlled by RSF. A New York man has been sentenced to 25 years to life for killing a woman who wound up in his driveway after a wrong turn. AP correspondent Shelley Adler reports. 
Kevin Monaghan was convicted in January of killing Kaylin Gillis last April. The 20-year-old woman was riding in a caravan of two cars and a motorcycle that pulled into Monaghan's long, winding driveway by mistake in Washington County in northeastern New York while her friends were looking for another person's house. Prosecutors argued that Monaghan was motivated by irrational rage toward trespassers. He said the gun went off by accident and he thought his home was under siege by intruders. I'm Shelley Adler. The European Union says it will pay $54 million to the main provider of aid in Gaza next week. It says the cash-strapped U.N. agency has agreed to allow EU-appointed experts to audit the way it screens staff to identify extremists. The UNRWA agency is reeling from allegations that 12 of its 13,000 Gaza staffers participated in the October 7th Hamas attacks in Israel. More than a dozen countries have suspended funding. It's the main supplier of food, water and shelter, but faces financial collapse. The European Commission said Friday that two further trenches worth 16 million euros each go to UNRWA as it complies with their agreement. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.